The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the The ReaperCast. Hello and welcome to the 123rd episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I'm powering through this episode as I got a lovely little cold going on, as you can probably hear. I think Grex's wish came true and I'm losing my voice. But fuck it, we're going to continue. We're going to do this. All right, uh, returning this episode is one of our PC gamers, Grumpy in UT or Grumpy in Utah. Uh, you've been on the show a couple of times now, so you, you must have had a few head injuries to keep coming back. Clearly something's wrong with you. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I actually had a real one yesterday, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> so what you playing and what you drinking? Uh, lately I've been playing... Escape from Tarkov and Division 2, and I'm drinking cold milk tonight. Cold milk. Real exciting. <laughs> Living the wildlife. Mm. Is it at least expi- past the expiration date or anything? Or just... Oh, no. No. I'm the boring one. <laughs> That's all right. I should be. I should be drinking, like, hot tea or something, but no. I'm too stupid to do something that smart. Um <laughs> All right, up next we have Solus Grimm, who continues his descent into the PC Lamer race crowd. Uh, are you ever coming back to Xbox, or have we lost you? Man, I've got like 300 games on Xbox. There's no way in hell I would ever abandon it. Yeah, Not I to mention, the same thing. Controller is still by far the best type of thing to control a game with. I don't give a damn. <laughs> keyboard and mouse keyboard. No, it is fucking me so hard, man. So bad. I just like, I like, man, I know I'm not great at games, but I can't be this bad. No, you sucky. <laughs> can't uh, confirm. <laughs> so what you drinking and what you playing? Uh, so, as you're complaining about, lately I've been on the PC playing a lot of Escape from Tarkov. And that's pretty much been about all I play now. Oddly sucked me in when I first got it. I did. I enjoyed it, but no one else was playing. And this was before I, I got it before the the big thing happened. And so, but no one else was playing it. So I was like, oh, now I'm kind of bored. So I stopped playing it, and then it got kicked up. And man, I got back into it big time. We'll get into that later in the episode. Yes, I'll, I'll shut up now. And I'm drinking <laughs> Widow Jane whiskey. No, there you go. You're you're uh, old faithful. Yeah, it, man, I love it. Lala, what are you drinking and playing? Well, I'm about as exciting as Grex. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the Modern Warfare crack. I haven't put that game down since its release, and I'm waiting. I'm hoping they they come out with that Battle Royale soon because I need a new game mode. I just finished the season battle pass for season one, so I was pro and got it done very early, unlike Beers and Leafs, who's a slacker and nowhere near completing it. What kind of fucking team lead is he? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then I'm still drinking uh, Philadelphia Pale Ale. 
it's kind of like a middle of the road pale ale, but I'm in a rut with beers and I'm not sure what I want. So if anybody's got any suggestions, let me know in the forums what to try. Widow Jane. Looking for a new beer, not a not a heavy liquor. <laughs> Puss. I am. You've never oh, man, been a I... liquor drinker, have you? Hmm? You've never been a liquor drinker. It's always been beer. Yeah, pretty much always been beer. I occasionally have a, a drink, but it's very few and far between. I gave up beer. I can't do it. It's just so nasty. Yeah, yeah. I, occasionally, maybe a couple times a year, but it's really, I feel that way. If I break out the hard liquor, that's when I'm like, I'm a true alcoholic at that point. <laughs> I kind of I kind of associate beer with recreational drunk. That's in my mind. Don't it apply. There's no logic behind that. That's just my way of thinking. <laughs> All right, let's get into this episode. Let's start off with the rant. And I kind of wanted to go over something that happened the other night. <laughs> Playing Call of Duty as usual. And within Call of Duty, they have different challenges you can do. And it's a way of like, adding some replayability to the game, give you something extra to do. And the challenge is something that will unlock skins for your guns, your your weapons, your characters, uh, different emblems or stickers, whatever. And it's usually simple things like kill someone with 15, kill 15 people with an SMG or kill 10 people while using this specific perk, various things like that. Unfortunately, some of them get a certain amount of execution kills. And basically what an execution is, is when you sneak up behind an enemy and you press down the melee button for extended period and it will do like this whole animation execution, like like a curb stomp or stab the guy like 20 times or some nonsense. Uh, There's all different types of executions in the game. Let me tell you something. This is not my play style. I have maybe 10 of these since the game came out. And I just never get that close to people. I like to shoot from a distance. I like to be at a distance. So sneaking up on people from behind and pulling off this maneuver is like so impossible for me. Is this like the Battlefield 3 executions? Exactly. Okay. Or it's like in Halo. Halo has them. um, Halo 5, you can do the executions. Or I forget what they're called in Halo 5. I got Solus several times with those, by the way. Hacks. It was all (laughs) hacks. And go figure the one time I get him, he throws the biggest bitch fit I've ever nah, had in my life. That's, that's a lie. So anyway, I'm doing this. Uh, I had to get four execution kills. I had three of them done. And I go get my fourth. I see my, my victim. I sneak up upon him. And my execution's like this three knife stab to kill the guy. So I get behind him. First stab. Second stab. And as my blade's going in for the third stab, some fucking teammate shot the player and killed him. Rob me of the execution. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names, but Giddy, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so my so land is... They can steal the execution kills, then. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm stabbing I think in Battlefield, once it started, it was yours. No, the, the kill's not completed until it's over. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was so sad, because like, I was like, as I'm stabbing him, I was so excited. Like, finally get this thing off my plate. Finally get this challenge done. Wow. And then only to go to absolute rage because I was denied <laughs> the kill. Oh, man. Uh, the, biggest, the, the biggest issue was I wasn't recording this. This was on community night. This is before we did the custom games. 
And I wasn't recording it for Mixer because I would have loved to had this audio because I went on a good five-minute tirade at full volume and it included several motherfuckers. <laughs> you motherfucker, <laughs> you shit on my motherfucking kill. How fucking dare you work so fucking hard? Oh, my God, I went to town. Um, it was pretty funny. Everybody in the room was laughing. Oh, I bet. I, I think Giddy peed herself a little bit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> All laughing or crying? Me screaming that I was, I was sort of playing it up a little bit. I was hammering oh. it up because I was carrying on. But I mean, I was upset, but it wasn't you know, at right. the world. I just, I was just playing around. But uh, anyway, so my rant is uh, Giddy who steals my execution kills. Fuck you, Giddy. Hmm. Yeah. I saw that in the chat and I just started laughing my ass off because I, I could just, I could just vision it in my head. It's like, yep, Lala fucking lost it. And Giddy was, I, she was probably fucking laughing hysterically. No, <laughs> she was. She was. She totally did it on purpose. Well, I don't think she did. And then, and, and in all fairness to Giddy, she did sacrifice herself later as bait <laughs> so I can get my fourth person. So she did. Yeah. So she's like, all right, here we go. And I got the person. So so it all worked out. I got the challenge completed. Uh, it was funny. I just wish I had it taped, recorded, because it was, it was probably my most epic rant. All right. All right, let's get into gaming and geek news. Um, real quick, I wanted to talk about a uh, new gaming headset I got. After Christmas vacation, I'm now my third gaming headset. I know before I said I wanted the Audio Technicas, they sucked. They went back. I then did some research, stumbled across Sennhauser GSP 500s, otherwise known as uh, the Spanish Inquisition torture device. Mm. These were, I've never had a more uncomfortable headset in my life. It actually brought physical, physical pain upon me. Like it was a vice. That's what this thing was. The headset was a vice. It's, ever-loving shit out of my head, out of my ears, out of the top of my head. Damn, even the Xbox headset wasn't that bad. This was, it was terrible, which was crazy because I've had a pair of Sennhausers before, the Game Hero, which I loved. They were so comfortable. It's just, they were old and they loosened up a little bit, so they weren't like staying proper on my head, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm getting the new ones. So I was kind of hoping these would be the same. No. Wow. These, these were terrible. Uh, the real shame of it was these were probably some of the best sounding headsets I found, gaming headsets I have ever had. They sounded fantastic. So I tried to muscle through it. I thought maybe a couple of days it would stretch out. I was even stretching them out, but I just could never get it right. Mm-hmm. And, and these were open back headsets, which was uh, different than what normal people use. Usually, usually headsets you get are closed back meaning that the outside of the ear cup is shut off, sealed off, so you can't hear the outside world. These are open back, and you can hear the outside world, and the sound from the speakers do bleed out a bit. And you may be thinking, like, why would you ever want something set? With the open-backed ear cups, it does what audiophiles describe as opening up the sound stage, which I couldn't understand. I was reading about these, listening to videos about these, it didn't make any sense to me. I'm not an audiophile, mm-hmm. but as soon as I put them on, I, I completely understood what they're talking about. And I guess the best way I can describe it is it makes the, the sounds more live or 3D. Like it's, the sounds are out deeper. They're, they're spread out. It's incredible, especially for a gaming headset. You can tell where things are. You can tell the distance 
you know, where before you knew someone was walking left you. Now you can actually feel with the the sound exactly where he is. It's really kind of an odd thing. But um, if you are in a noisy environment, the open back headsets may not be super great because you can hear the outside world. It's a nice thing for me because I can clearly hear myself. I get in trouble a lot for shouting, playing Xbox from the wife, telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I get the text all the time. So now you can hear your... Wait, you didn't have feedback before? Well, you have mic monitoring, but sometimes that works. Sometimes it's not like my last... Sennhauser headset, this, the mic monitoring wasn't the greatest. Like, it's mm. not, it needed to be a little bit louder. Oh, gotcha. Which, now these GSP500s, the mic monitoring, the mic was positions in front of your mouth, and you could really hear yourself. Between the mic monitoring and the open back, it was not a problem. But like I said, these things were slowly crushing my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had to go back, which is a shame. I, I really like the sound of it. So I did some more research, and I stumbled across a video of the Ultimate Gaming headset for $100. I'm like, all right, let's, let's see what this guy's talking about. And in it, he recommends the Philips SHP 9500 open back headphones, which run $65, and the V-Moda Boom Mic Pro for 30 So we're at, like, with tax, 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, how does this work? Well, the V-Moda... Boom mic is just like a little tiny mic. It's like a run off a cable that plugs directly into the headset with a 3.5 millimeter jack. The headset has removable cables, so it can just plugs right in. And then you plug the other end, your Xbox controller, your PC, and you're good to go. It's Yeah, it should be noted it's designed to work with a multiple headsets that have a removable wire, correct? Yes, any headset that has a 3.5 millimeter jack that's removable jack you can use on any headset you have like beats or anything Mm -hmm. those headsets or whatever you have yeah that's kind of a cool feature so you and it's great because those you typically and and the reasoning the guy made this hundred dollar ultimate gaming headset was these phillips even though they're 65 dollars a lot of these audio files rate them up with 300 dollar headphones which i don't know if that's exactly the case but they do sound incredible they are open back they are incredible. Let's talk about comfort real quick. After dealing with the torture device that with the Sennhausers, I needed, it was important for me to have these be comfortable. And how these feel in my head, they're great. They're very, very extremely lightweight. Barely even know they're on there. And the padding is just very comfortable. It's not a, something you sweat in. It's cloth, like a, one of those fake leather headsets that you, you sweat in or whatever. And I played several hours of Call of Duty, and you barely even know the headset's on. Uh, some people complain that the clamping force is a little too light, but I guess my head's big enough for it sits fine. So I have no problems. I mean, I'm not headbanging while I'm playing games. Right. The only other issue with the comfort is the ear cups are a bit shallow, so my ears touch the cloth on the inside of the ear cup. It's kind of odd, but I don't exactly hate it. I may look at replacing the ear pads for uh, an aftermarket ones that are a little bit deeper maybe in the future i don't know we'll see but that is just if if you don't like things touching your ear then you probably won't like these setup's a lot cheaper than the one i've been looking at lately oh well yeah that's i mean this is it and like so how they sound like i said before the audio files compare these at 300 dollars headphones i'm telling you they sound fantastic i listen to music on it they sound great there 
They sound great in the games. Call of Duty, when I'm playing Call of Duty, I can hear stuff all around me. The depth of where it's at, it just sounds so much more alive. I love these headsets. It's just incredible. I can't, I can't say enough about how good they are. Since they're open back, they're not the most bass-heavy, <clears throat> excuse me, bass-heavy uh, headphones. So if you like uh, music with a lot of bass, you're probably going to want to go with closed back because it keeps that sound in there and reverbs back into your ears. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the V-Moda boom mic, it's just a, this little thin wire thing. It's amazing how good this thing sounds. I don't understand how they can make this little tiny mic sound so well, but I plugged the headset into my computer, recorded on Audacity, and the sound quality is crystal clear. And it's wow. like this little flexible mic. Like I said, like the pros we have for the pros, the comfort, sound, mic, benefits of the open back, and the value. That's like my, my pros. The cons, mic monitoring isn't super great because I think the mic's a little shallow. The depth of the ear cups. And if you don't like the open back headphone, if you want pure isolation from the outside world, like if you're on the train going, these probably aren't for you. But yeah, for $100, I highly recommend them. Expect to see a written article. By the time the uh, podcast comes out, I have a uh, written, put a few pictures together and record. I want to record off the mic. And I'll put that on the site. And Greg's got these too. Greg's got these too. So I need to get into a party with Grex because I'll be amazed if I can actually hear Grex for the first time ever. (laughs) (laughs) Grex will be the test. If we can hear him. Yeah. For once. I need to hear how it sounds from Grex. Uh, I have not tested that yet. Uh, I have not had any complaints about how I sound. Most people probably have me muted anyway, so I don't know. So they just... You know, they probably have me blocked and muted so they don't hear me. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for a headset, if you need a new gaming head, definitely check these out. $100. How can you go wrong? Yeah, you can't go wrong for that. Hell, the the stock Microsoft ones are 60 Mm-hmm. And they're cheap as shit. They no, break. these are... You watch all the reviews. Just even just on the headset, audiophiles raving about this. I'm just looking at the Amazon reviews, and they're out. They're amazing. Yeah, I mean, they say they they're comparing to a $300 microphone or headphone, which I don't know if it really reaches that. I think it's more of a line like, is a $300 micro headphone that much better than a $65 one? You know, it's like I'm going to be getting the new Corsairs that are about 200 bucks. Ooh, you know, <laughs> go this route. You'd love it. I'm telling you. I'm going still series for my next. Nah. Suckers. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, well, let's let's uh, switch it up and actually talk about some games. Uh, Call of Duty news. A few items out. Uh, one of the things is 3 versus 3 Gunfight coming. And if you haven't played Gunfight, it's it's an interesting game. It's one we play a lot on our community night, even though we play with like 12 people. Um, usually it's one verse one or two verse two. And basically what it is, is you start off with a random gun and you have one life per round and the team that wins five rounds wins the match. Uh, so they're coming out with a three verse three. So if you're a fan of that game mode, uh, expect to see that soon. Up next, they will be working on adding more loadout slots in the near future. They realize five is not enough. They didn't say how many they're going to give you, but you will get more. Question. Why is mm-hmm. five not enough? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Well, 
I don't know. I mean, to me, I'm pretty good with five. I would like a six because I would like to have a a shithead class where I can set up one with it's just like shotguns or something, you know, um, when I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got two classes I run. I have five. I have a hardcore deathmatch class and a regular core. Well, I mean, gun you set up close quarters, long range. No, 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 no. I use one gun in hardcore <laughs> and a different gun in regular. That, that, that is it. <laughs> hey, I use what works. Don't judge. I have a close quarter. I have an SMG class. I have an assault rifle class. They're the two main ones. I then I have the LMG for like the bigger maps, like the LMG sometimes for that. I have a marksman rifle class, which I I love the EBR fourteen. I love this. This is the M fourteen. I that's always one of my favorite guns. The M one Grand M fourteens. Those guns, I always use them. So I have a class for that, and I have a sniper class. I personally need just one more. I need a shotgun class. That's, I don't know. I know like others want 10. I don't know. I know in Division I'm using five. I could go for more. What the fuck is wrong with you people? I use one, like one loadout for like most games. Two, because there's a hardcore in Call of Duty. You're also broke in the one we're playing now. No, (laughs) I've I've got a plan. Make money. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, Grumpy. Why are you bringing that Get shit up? Of? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, continue. And the other thing is with, with Call of Duty is that you can switch your loadouts in-game. So it's not like previous ones where you were locked. Like you, were, what you went into the game with is what you were stuck with. You could decide in-game, I want to switch guns. Like I maxed the gun out the other day, and in-game I switched to another SMG just to start leveling that. All right, um, another fix is on its way. This one will take care of the quick play filter bug. Uh, currently, when you select a game mode, you can select multiple game modes, like five, ten different game modes. And it's supposed to alternate or switch it up between rounds. And right now what's happening is when you get into the, a game mode, say you get into team deathmatch, 6v6, it locks into that game mode and will we'll never switch. Even if you have like kill confirmed selected domination, um, so if you want to like play a mixed bag of games, you're kind of you have to back out, restart new lobby, kick it off. It's kind of a pain in the ass. So that's coming. That fix is coming. And lastly, uh, there is a Outback Relief DLC, a microtransaction, and one I actually approve of. We don't normally approve of microtransactions at GRG, but this one I can get behind. And what this one is is they are selling. Uh, an Outback, Australian Outback, character skin, sniper rifle, koala bear ornament for your gun, and a few other items. And all the proceeds are going directly to the Australian Bushfire Relief Fund. So 100% of the proceeds are going towards that. That's awesome. I've, I don't think I've ever heard of any of these guys, developers, doing this. Something I've seen like it this. like with Warcraft and stuff. I've seen them create like a mount, like you can buy like, you know, like a little horse or whatever for 10 bucks. Yeah. And they I've, donate I've the money like for as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be 1,800 COD points, so I guess it's like $15. Uh, well, I'll probably end up getting it just because of what it supports, although I'd rather have a baby kangaroo ornament. I'll take the koala bear. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're uh, looking to help out and um, you play Call of Duty, this is one way you can do it. Hmm. Pretty awesome. 
let's put it this way. If you're spending all that money on those fucking little bright, super fancy disco skins and you don't get the goddamn koala bear, you're a fucking animal. Oh, man, they have one skin in there now. And the guy looks like he rolled around the trash heap. It's actually called like Junkyard or something like that. I'm, I'm thinking I get the name wrong, but something like a Junkyard. And I saw someone running around and I'm like, why? Like, it looks like you've got like candy wrappers all over you. Like, what? Like, <laughs> it, it's like the most hideous thing. I mean, like. It's like New York urban style. That way you can like blend into the city. I, yeah, I don't get it. There's another one where they had the characters like an all white, like snowsuit. You don't play on any snow maps. Why are you wearing an all-white suit? Like, you stand out. Like, you... I don't know. That sounds like a Beers and Leafs No, he he wants pink and unicorns and fairies (laughs) and sparkles and glitter. All right, that sounds a lot like my three-year-old daughter. Your three-year-old daughter and and Beers have similar (laughs) interests. (laughs) Very similar. It's a little worrying, honestly, now that I think about it. (laughs) Anyway... Well, moving right, right along, uh, it's kind of a uh, quiet news week, thankfully, so my voice uh, can, can have a little bit of a rest. <laughs> fuck your voice. I uh, know, fuck it. We don't need it. No one wants to listen to me anyway. Exactly. Only the dogs when I say, it's, you want to go for a walk, or you want to eat. That's it. <laughs> oh, shit. Now they're, now they're awake. I was just going to uh, say. <laughs> way to go. Your own fault. <laughs> All right, let's get into the main topic here. Um, there's some new gaming hotness on the PC world. It kind of blew up out of nowhere. Escape from Tarkov. Grumpy, can you explain this game to me? What is the, what is this game? The best way for me to explain it is when PUBG first came out, everybody wanted to loot and screw around, and everybody's like, no, you got to just hurry and grab stuff and get to the objective. Tarkov actually rewards you for looting. Um, that's kind of the point. Is you go in, try and find better stuff, and then you have to get out alive. You die, you lose it all. It's more realistic. When you reload a weapon, if you only used half the clip, it puts half the clip in your bag and puts a new one in, and you have to put the bullets in the clip one by one. So you best come prepared, because if you get in a gunfight and run out of clips, you'll die. But as far as a comparison... And that's what it is. It's a realistic. I don't know. Would you even consider it battle royale, Solus? Um, I'd say yes and no. Only because, I mean, it. I think that's kind of what it's kind of like. I mean, you got a group of people going in. You're all fighting for the sloop. But also in the sense that you don't actually have to fight. If you just want to go in, loot, and extract, you can. Yeah. It's not last man standing. It's. Just get your loot and get out if you really want to. Now, to be fair, for Grumpy, it's get all the loot, and then once your inventory is full, stop playing the game because he's got gear for you. (laughs) I've been selling it, jackass. (laughs) (laughs) So so you say. But I remember the other night when we're like, hey, Grumpy, you want to play? Well, I got all this loot, and I don't want to sell it, and I don't want to lose it. I was trying to save it for some of the shit in the flea market. So you're talking about selling stuff in flea market. Explain that. There's a player's market. And, well, there's a couple different factors there for this to make sense. So instead of just like pub where you play a character and you can dress him up and that's about the end of it, your main character, you level up. 
there's things to level up. You get experience points for how good you do in a match. Um, you actually get penalized if you leave too early. You have to cross a certain amount of experience. I think it's like 600, 700, somewhere in there. And anyway, when you get to level 5, you can then get access to the player's market where you can sell this loot. Um, some loot is required for quests. There's also quests you can do. And that's kind of the cool part of Tarkov is you have to do these quests while you're in the match. So you might have a personal objective when everybody else is just trying to kill everybody. Yeah, so it, it adds a nice bit of danger to to your missions because if you die in that, you are not, you don't complete the objective. You have to extract. Yes. And, like, I know one of the missions I have now, I have to get this pocket watch. It's in a truck on one of the maps, and there's only one. It doesn't respawn. So if someone beats you to it, you got to play the map over again. So it's not up uh, Christopher Walken's ass? No. <laughs> no, it's not. But, yeah, so instead of just going in and running, gunning, shooting, and looting, there's all kinds of shit to kind of add to the game, which I don't think a lot of that was there two years ago when I played it, and I hated the game. Yeah, so this... Well, I actually had two questions. The the one is like, so this is blowing up now. This is huge on Twitch right now. I think it's like one game. Yeah. All the other guys are playing, but it's been out for years. Why is it blowing up now? Um, I know for me, I got an email saying Tarkov is on sale for such and such dates. And then two days later, there was Twitch drops. I think they kind of planned it. Kind of oh, duh. Up. But it's like, that game never goes on sale. I've, had, I've been on their mailing list for two years, and I've never seen. And they're pretty <laughs> expensive. I think the cheapest one's what forty bucks. Mm, no, the most I think expensive it's ones twenty nine. It's like thirty bucks for the cheapest one. It's not quite. It's not forty. Yeah. I think it's and the top one's hundred dollars regular price. So the sale hit, and it was like twenty five percent off, and everybody's like, ah, you know, those extra numbers. Just like I'll just get the big one. And I think a lot of people saw what had been fixed. I mean, before the the AI could snipe you across the map with a shotgun, it was just unbearable to play. Has there been like a major like update like released lately, or is it just um no? Yeah. Has there wasn't well? I mean, it's not like it's the most recent update, but it was also from what I read was pretty substantial. Was the point one two update? Mm-hmm. Adding a bunch of more stuff, like the new map was shit reserve, wasn't oh, that the that's new map? Right, they added or a labs. New map. Yeah, I think it might have been labs. Yeah, labs. Uh, which is which? That's crazy. That's you have to find a special key card just to even get into that map. When you get into that map, you can't insure your equipment. Which, by the way, normally in a in a game, you go in, you can insure your equipment, and if no one takes it. You can get it back roughly in like 18 to 24 hours, depending on who you insure through. There's several people you can insure through. You spend more money, you can get it quicker, but it's best just to go with the lowest price because you're still not guaranteed to get it even if you spend more money. Right. But anyways, the lab doesn't insure. It, you have to have a special key card to get in, but it has like top tier loot and is insane. Uh, lots of scabs. It's it's a crazy place to go. 
hell, I sold the key card I got the other day, I believe, for like $185,000. Yeah, I got four of them on a Twitch drop during the big event, and they were selling for 150 k a piece. That Just for the sounds of it, I mean, it sounds like it's a more hardcore version of the Visions Dark Zone. Uh, or Dark Zone, you go in, and if you want to te- keep the equipment, you got to extract it out. Right. Um, and there's missions and stuff to do in there. I mean, is that kind of like what it's based on? It's very similar, or I would say very similar. Yeah, yeah because for, you're relying sure. on people not to kill you. <laughs> it's more of a simulation of the Dark Zone than I would say an arcade. Dark Zone would be the arcade version, and Tarkov is a simulation. Yeah, I I agree with that. To be fair, like in the dark zone, when you die, you still keep the equipment you took in. In Tarkov, you take in equipment and you die, it's all gone. Ex- for one exception. When you buy the game, you get a box. or And I can't remember, what is it, the alpha box for like the tier one? Yeah, alpha is tier one and I think tier two. And then gamma is, is the last. Last tier. Gamma is a six by six square, and the alpha is a four by four. All right, that leads me to my next question: Is uh, I've, I've watched a few. I watched this game for like ten, fifteen minutes on Twitch, maybe a little bit longer. And to me, it just seems like it's inventory simulator. <laughs> uh, it's I've seen everybody in the inventories, like you know, like, they have like eight million little windows open, and they're moving stuff around. Uh, I mean, explain the inventory system. Like, how does that work? How many things can you hold? Is there well, a cat? There is like a cap. <laughs> it, yes, you you're essentially playing Tetris, trying to match up to to get the most room. There is limits. If you buy the standard edition, I don't know the exact like variations of which one, but essentially the standard edition, you get a certain limit to how much room you have in your personal inventory. If you buy the most expensive, it's like doubled or tripled. I can't remember, like I said, exact sizes, but it's a lot more that you can keep in your inventory and hold on to. You can get the standard edition, and there's this place, your hideout, essentially. Upgrade your hideout and everything, and you can actually increase, like, your inventory, uh, your... I think you can even upgrade your, like, the personal box from an alpha to a gamma. That way, you can also get the big one. So it's a... I mean, you pay for the more expensive. It's kind of pay-to-win, because you also get more better gear to start out with but that really doesn't matter because all it takes is one shot to the head and you lose all that nice expensive gear you went in with all i heard in that was uh you said you like to get the big one (laughs) god damn it he's gotten it several times in matches too fuck you grumpy you know what at least i go into the match at least i play the game instead of being like oh no my Super expensive gun. I can't. I can't lose it. I must stay out and just manage my inventory. I'm efficient. What can I say? No, you're psychotic. There's you diff- whine about being broke. You know what? I'd rather be broke. I can't and be play in the, the match. I don't have a gun. I can't afford a gun. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it a pistol. It's fine. You know what? Hey, I found my way. It's it's a PMC run. They usually call it like a hatchet run or something. Which I don't have a hatchet. I just I just run in blank, run in, grab some gear, put it in my gamma box, and try to extract. Oh, that's something else I do or not. So you can play two different ways. It's PMC, which are basically soldiers going into a map, and 
scabs who are ex-soldiers who are trying to kill the PMC. Scabs are generally AI. If you play as a PMC, they will shoot you on sight. If you play as a scav, they will not shoot you unless you shoot them. So then you're only looking for PMC players. But you don't don't earn experience for your PMC player playing as a scav. It's basically just get as much loot as you can, get out alive, and sell it to earn money. Yep, pretty much. It's actually, it's one of the things to do. Like if you you get a scav and you've got some decent equipment, it's almost your number one goal just to hit extraction. Yeah, you don't get your bonus XP and stuff. But if you walk out with all that gear, A, that's either good gear you can use the next run with your PMC, or you can even sell it to just make yourself a nice, decent bit of money. I mean, a good tactic to do that we try to do. We're not super successful. Me, Grumpy, Wood, Peach, Ghost, all of us try to play. And it it is like get to a safe spot, like close to an extraction, loot up a little bit, and then start killing scabs. And when you start killing scabs, depending on how big the map is, you'll get rushes of other scabs coming to you. So you can just lure them to you and kill them, and then loot them, extract quickly. Mm-hmm. It's been successful probably one every 15 times. <laughs> it's not very <laughs> successful. It's a great idea. We just aren't good at doing it yet, mostly because Wood likes to team kill a lot. Oh, He yeah. says it's not on purpose. In his defense, two things. He's really good at shooters on the PC. Two, there's no mini-map. There's no cardinal markers, and there's no squad indicators. You that literally means- have to communicate who you are, what you look like, and try not to fucking kill each other when you're in a firefight and shit hits a fan. Yeah, that it would be a shit show with the Xbox guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, we're getting better. We're definitely getting better. Um I and, would shoot and, Hawk all the time and say, oops, I thought you were a bad guy. Sorry. That's why you're not allowed to get Tarkov. <laughs> well, and, Wood did that on his first run. He killed everybody. <laughs> There's a guy here. He just fucking mowed everybody down. <laughs> it's, it's, to be fair, I think all of us have done it at least once. Yeah, I, I killed him a couple times. I've never killed Wood. It was actually funny because we were on a map. And I was coming around a corner, and I heard a scab. Scab actually, scabs speak. Like, you can hear them. You can usually tell when there's a scab close to you because they'll start talking in Russian. And so, you know, you almost know instantly, hey, that's a scab. They're, just watch out. Kill it. I hear a scab to my right. I think it's right around the corner. I look around the corner. There's a person. I only see one, and I know Peach and Ghost or Wood were together. I only saw the one person, though. I didn't see the other, so I was like, oh, that must be him. Like, 10 feet away, perfect headshot blew off Peach's head. I felt <laughs> I felt bad for about five seconds. And then I was like, well, I did, at least I heard the scav, so I thought it was a scav. It's not just, oh, I saw a person, so I shot. The scav ended up being on the roof, by the way, so there was no way I was going to find him at that moment. Yeah, it's nuts. All right. I wasn't going to go there, but why the hell why are there no women characters in game? Oh. <laughs> All right. So here's, well, here's a fun one. Because it's too hard to make them, according to Battlestate games. Yeah. 
I think I know why they said that answer. I saw that, and that's so much bullshit, but... It's the most half-assed answer I've ever heard. Ever. Now, yeah, it might be a little difficult, but they can do it. I've also heard their other excuse was they don't think women are battle-hardened enough to be put in that type of situation, which I call total bullshit. I mean, we have women in the military. All nations have women in the military. If they couldn't do it, they wouldn't be in the military. They can do it. And here's the thing. It's a fucking game. Who the hell cares? If a, a woman wants to play and she wants to play as a woman in the game, fine. Who cares? Or if, if you're like Grex, you like to stare at uh, female characters' asses in game, he plays as a woman and let him have his way. I mean, it's <laughs> how right. he identifies. I don't know. Now, to be fair, I probably wouldn't play as a woman. But I would insist that everyone else did because I agree with Grex's statement. I'd rather stare at a woman's ass than a man's ass when playing a game. I yeah. do that in third person. I play as women. And in first person, I play as men because I can't see my own ass. I think the main reason, it was a bullshit response. But these guys, this is a Russian studio. They don't have to play by the rules that we do over here. <laughs> they don't and live I in the peace don't darkness. Think they give two fucks. And so he just, to avoid a big, long conversation, that's what he said. So if it's a Russian studio, how come they're not all wearing Adidas tracksuits? <laughs> okay, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, there's apparently like some super special tracksuit you can get if you like fully upgrade your hideout or I don't know. It's like, or complete all the missions. That's what it is. If you complete all the missions, you get this super awesome tracksuit. Why? What the actual it's, fuck? It's Russian wear. That's what they like to wear over there. All right. Let's get your final thoughts on the game. What's uh, yay, nay, you like it long-term? They're just playing it now. What do you guys think of the game? As someone who played it two years ago and how far it's come, it's a big thumbs up for me. Uh, if you're looking for something really hard, a shooter that's challenging, and you like loot, this is your game. Yeah, I mean, I get. I also give it big thumbs up it's it's a fun loot and shoot one thing we didn't talk about was like server instability which they're upgrading so that shouldn't be a problem soon oh yeah but other than the server instability sometimes it's a really fun game even when you're sitting there trying to manage your inventory everyone except grumpy is pretty quick about it mm -hmm. so you get in get out get in the next one and I absolutely I say at least get the standard edition and if you really enjoy it upgrade yeah start with standard if you really love it and if you really love it I did I started with standard and I upgraded to the top on the sale during the sale oh one thing to note if you do get it until it's full release and even after I'm not for sure exactly they do like a wipe every six months but if you have like I have the EOD version I can't remember what Escape from Darkness. Edge of Darkness. Edge of Darkness version. But like whatever version you have, they'll reset your character every six months, but you get like all the stuff you would originally get as if you just bought the game. All the extra gear they usually give you depending on what version you bought. Correct. So you don't have to worry about losing anything just whenever they wipe. Besides what you earned during that period. And I don't have a problem with that just because if you're maxed out, what do you have to work for? Right. So the wipes actually aren't a bad thing. They wipe the hideout. They wipe 
your quest. They wipe they wipe everything. Yeah, it I just gives you something to stop after to release. Towards. And see, I don't know. Maybe they still might do it, but they might extend it to like once a year or something. I still think right. it's a good idea just because eventually you hit a point where you're like, well, now I'm just going in to kill the people that are still trying to make money or get their. Well, that would be my point. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, you're a dick. Yeah, well, that's part of the game. Red, you're dead. Come on. Well, I mean, you're always working something. I mean, they've the the modding of the weapons is a whole another depth of the game. Yeah, but that, that's something that you can figure out when you buy the game because it is worth it. Right. So, yeah, as my closing thoughts, buy the game. It's worth it. Go have fun. Join us. We've got at least five to six people already dedicated to playing it. Let's get more. Yeah, yeah. You guys you got a good group going and uh, playing pretty much every day. Definitely, if you're, if you're a PC gamer in GRG, buy it, hop on Discord, and uh, get in some uh, rage with these guys. Yep. That's going to do it for this episode of the ReaperCast. I want to thank everybody for being on the show tonight. Thank you, uh, Grumpy, for hopping back on again. Anytime, man. I, was into- I enjoy it. Thanks. And uh, Solace, you as well. Thanks for being on. You know me. I love the pain. <laughs> You're a glutton for punishment. Love it. As always, I like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to. I also like to remind you to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com. Spell out the D-O-T. And any questions, comments, feel free to send us hate mail at reapercast at grimreapergamers.com. They go directly to Grex, and he loves it. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. See ya. Later.